This week's coffee is one of my all-time favourites. It's that time of year where we go to Brazil, Fazenda Cachoeira, Yellow Bourbon, Pulped Natural. So as I said in the opening, this is one of my all-time favourite coffees. It was... It's a coffee we've had since 2003 and managed to bring back year on year on year. It is... Not the most amazing coffee. It's not going to be like a crazy, juicy, fresh geisha that's full of, you know, acidity and lemon zest. And But what it is, is the perfect Sunday morning sitting with a newspaper, feet up on the table, because that's how I roll, reading the paper, drinking coffee that you don't have to think about too much. We'll talk about it more in the tasting, but it's things like just really good sweetness, like really balanced, not too high acidity. You can give it to your mum when she visits and she doesn't go, oh, this is very acidic, I don't like it, because that's how my mum talks. Um, it's just a really easy drinking coffee. It's delicious and tasty and just kind of does its thing. Um, the farm name comes from uh, the waterfall that is on the farm. So the Portuguese for waterfall is Cachoeira. It is the only Portuguese I know. Uh, which limits you quite a lot when you're in Brazil. Uh, Brigado. I remembered Brigado. Um, but yeah, that, they're my two Portuguese words. Um, the farm has been in the Carvalho Diaz family for over 100 years. And some of the trees on the farm have been there for 70, 80 years. Um, one of the original pioneers of the Cup of Excellence, which started in Brazil and then went to the rest of the world, were very fundamental in the first competitions of selecting lots that were special and interesting and tasty. Um, Gabrielle, who is the current um, custodian of the farm, uh, has just really looked at the agronomy of the farm. So he's a trained agronomist. So he's looked at the farm and thought, what can we plant here? What can we take out? How can we manage these older plants? Um, because they still continue to produce um, really good coffee. Um, the varietals on the farm are Bourbon, uh, Canario, Ikatu, uh, and I think Katayi, um, but I'll have to double check that one. Um, but a very traditional processing method for Brazil, so Pulp Natural really suits the conditions of Brazil, uh, and particularly that part of Brazil, which is, it's in Sao Paulo state, but it's around about a three minute walk to walk into Minas Gerais state. Um, so it's right on the border. In fact, on the farm, uh, just as you enter the farm, there's a little marker that separates the two states. Um, near to the town of Posos de Caldos, which I've talked about many times just because of the wonderful monorail. Um, but it is a really, really uh, beautiful kind of Disneyland of coffee. Um, somebody who should be from Disneyland is Roland. I don't, I think he'd be more goofy. But let's go and find Goofy's Daft Fact of the Week. Roland, you have a daft fact for us. Did you know that Cachoeira was the first coffee you ever tasted and had proper tasting notes for? I didn't know that. Of course I knew that. That's a terrible fact, Roland. Yes.
So before we dive into our coffee, it is time for our Instagrammer of the week. A previous winner in uh, Snail Brew, Brewing Coffee, um, a picture of their in my mug bag. That is all it takes, is to go onto Instagram and take a picture of your bag and you will get much love. Um, I hope this... There you go, working there. Um, the mug we're using today is, I'm going to talk about the mug first. So this is from um, somebody called Dale Harris who works for Has Been, who kind of won a competition or something, uh, make your own mug competition, I think. No, he won the World Barista Championship in 2017. And Loveramics, who are a fantastic manufacturer, um, got together with Dale to redesign his handmade mugs that he had for the competition. Um, and here is the example. You can buy them on the website. They're very pretty. Um, they feel really nice because of the texture. You've got the shape on the top. And then a real kind of like, uh, I'm trying to think, I'm, all I can think of is terracotta, but uh, another word I'm looking for anyway. Uh, a really nice feel to the bottom, so, and then ceramic on the inside. So, kind of talking about you know, coffee being a tactile and touchy type thing. So, go take a look on the website, They're well worth uh, the investment, uh, as endorsed. He'll now open church fates. Uh, bar mitzvahs and uh, he'll come and do tricks at a birthday party for you if you want as well. He's available for hire or rent. Mm. So what I was talking about earlier, about just a drinking coffee, this for me is the perfect example of coffee type coffee. Um, milk chocolate, descriptor we all love. We see a lot in, the, in, in these coffees, but really gets nailed with this one. Caramel, really nice caramel kind of uh, sweetness and gloopiness to it. And a um, little bit of like um, a nut, um, maybe walnut, maybe pecan. Um, there is a little bit of acidity there, but you really have to look for it. And if I'm going to look for it and I'm going to kind of pick something out, then there's a little hint of a dry, dried apricot in there too. This is what good coffee is. This is my benchmark. Um, anybody who's into craft beer, I use Punk IPA from Brewdog as my, that's my benchmark. Like, that's good. That's a great place to be. Um, and although I know a lot of you are screaming at me who are into craft beer now saying that's not craft beer, that, it is a, good, like, a consistently good strong beer and that's what this coffee is for me. It's just a consistent, tasty, sweet, well-balanced cup of coffee. Thank you for joining me as always. And do remember, life is too short for bad coffee. We are, we are professional actors. You can always make eye contact, it's mm. alright. <laughs> okay, we need to call it a different part, this ain't gonna work. You <laughs> <laughs> can't just jump straight into that. Uh, okay.